What's up, family? Anthony here, and welcome to the Born and Create podcast. Now, the Born and Create concept is simple. If who or which one be doesn't exist, you go out there and create the life that you want. Now, today's podcast, I'm super excited, amped about. I got my girl, my sister, one of my best friends in the world, Miss L. Jones, is coming to bless us today on this podcast. Now, have you ever wondered about how people will get to know you and your business? How people will be able to buy more products or more, more services? Well, the answer is you gotta be able to tell an effective story to sell your product or service. Now, Elle's gonna walk us through the process that it, that it takes to be an effective brand storyteller. All right, guys, so stay tuned for more podcast. Ready for this? I am. All right. All right, Elle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. That's what I seen you was when? Oh, oh my gosh, like 20 years ago? No, I'm kidding. I'm like, it was that long? <laughs> I age well. <laughs> well, well, we age well. It, it, it has been for sure pre-pandemic, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'd say maybe three years. To actually seeing you? Wow, that's a long time. That is a long time. A long time. I mean, I see, I mean, if we're talking social media, yeah, yeah. then I see you all the time. That, but, you know, that's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome. It's great to see you. And thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm excited. So, this is your second trip on the podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It is. The first I, one. Go ahead. I, no, I was going to say, I look at the the first one and the content was great. But, uh, you know, as women, we can literally pick ourselves apart. And all I kept seeing was like the back of my hair looking really stiff. <laughs> and I had on what looked like zero makeup. But... I don't remember that. There's that. Of course <laughs> it was, you it's don't. The content, <laughs> the content was look. great though. <laughs> so as a woman and as a producer, you look at everything. 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 Every because right. it all tells the story, right? Right. Yeah, right. So. so speaking of story, so the story on how we met. So we <laughs> met back in two thousand and was it ten? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So since you the story to I want you to tell that story for us. How we met. Oh, wow. So, uh, well, I guess I, I need to give a little bit of a preface into yeah. that is that I had just the year before relocated back to California from Ohio after being gone for years. Um, and I was coming back with the intention of continuing to pursue my acting career full time. First, let's give props to Ohio. That's where we're both from. So let's yes. give props to Ohio. Come and, on. Uh, O-H. O-H. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Buckeyes for life, Buckeyes no matter where life. we go. Right. Uh, with the best football team in the world. I don't care the what best. anyone says. The best. Okay. The best. The best. Um, but Rest yeah. in peace to uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yes. I didn't know. My husband yeah. was telling me uh, recently and I was just like, man, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah. life is precious life and is we precious. need to make sure that we, we honor it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, you know, come back here. Uh, to Southern California to pursue my acting career mm -hmm. full time. I actually started acting when I was about seven or eight years old, and I've been in the creative arts ever since I was a young girl from acting, dancing, singing, mm -hmm. theater, you name it. Triple threat here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still got it. Still got it. <laughs> no. um, but, and even, you know, all throughout my life, whether I was in school, in college, mm -hmm. working a corporate job or having my own consulting business, I've always yeah. had my foot in the door with entertainment. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, it's crazy because when I tell people this that really know me, they're like, man, stop playing. Yeah. But I can be really shy. And I was very shy. Stop playing. <laughs> I'm serious. 
<laughs> you shot. I've never experienced you being shot like at all. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, they have a new name for it, ambivert. But I can be introverted. Okay. But most of the time, what people see is my extroverted yeah. self, right? Because you're an entrepreneur. That's what you got to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm comfortable in both yeah. both worlds. Yeah. But you know, the creative arts and and more specifically storytelling, and I feel like that's the power of storytelling is that it doesn't matter what form mm. you're telling stories and you have the ability to tell these really powerful incredible stories so through dance because you can tell mm. stories through movement obviously through song mm. and lyrics and then of course you know what most people think about when we talk about storytelling whether it's writing books yeah. um, public speaking or the most natural being in front of the camera yeah. Yeah. and so i've been very blessed to have that gift to be able to tell stories and I decided that I was after many life's disruptions. <laughs> um, I said, I'm going to go back to California and pursue my acting career full time. It was something that I felt like I kind of shortchanged myself yeah. with a lot, but you know, I became a mom when I was 20 and in college. Um, I ended up having two children by the time I was 23. And so while my focus was always on motherhood and making sure that I was providing for my girls, hence the reason why I yeah. always held a corporate job, um, there was still this, if you're a creative, then you know, yeah. if it's in you, it's never going yeah, away. Never. <laughs> I don't I care what you, what do. you yeah. do. Uh, and so I came out here and I hit the ground running. And it was crazy because I was well over the age, yeah. you know, the industry age, and I had no connections, um, none that I would use anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. And I came and I hit the ground running and I came with a focus and I was determined. And that was on the heels of me losing my, you know, being laid off and my corporate job as an ad executive, mm -hmm. um, losing our home you know, just dealing with homeless. It's like everything that could have happened when the housing crash took place. Happened. So I came here with nothing, yeah. literally two suitcases and one of my three children mm. <laughs> and $700 to my name from a car that I'd sold. And I just was focused. And I'd started, you know, looking at different um, castings for roles. I had done some stuff with AFI. Mm. And then I saw this casting notice for uh, a female character with a Jamaican accent. Oh, must have been a great film. It was a phenomenal <laughs> film. And I was like, oh, I got this because yeah. I used to live in New York, yeah. hanging around tons of yeah. Jamaicans, and I think I'm pretty good with dialect, yeah. right? And so I get on the call with this, this producer, must, must <laughs> casting have, director. Must have been a great, great guy. <laughs> great guy. We hit it off because he was from Ohio, so we started talking about that, right? And then he says, "Well, let me hear you." You know, he had sent me the sides, and he said, "Let me hear you read this this part um, in your Jamaican dialect." And I couldn't. It didn't matter what I did in that <laughs> moment. Every other accent from Puerto Rican to like whatever it was, it was not Jamaican, yeah. and I was so frustrated. But thankfully, this genius of a man looked past that and was like, yo, you're really talented. And, and, I, and I want to um, I want to give you this role. And he gave me the information and I showed up on set and we met and ta-da. Wow. <laughs> so you were the first uh, casting director, producer, filmmaker to give me my first big role. Um, when I moved here to California, so wow. and we've been stuck. You've been stuck with me ever since <laughs> 2010. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do you remember um, that day that we were shooting, the lead character didn't show up? So you didn't get a chance to actually do that, that scene. So, exactly. so we had to figure out something else. But yep. we made it happen. And, you know, now, now we're here 10 years later. And so, it was really a phenomenal project, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and we worked you. together numerous times after that yeah. in a, a lot of different ways. Yeah. And it's been a blessing for sure. But it just goes to like when you meet good people, yeah. right? Take the time because we know in this industry and really in today's world, doesn't yeah. matter what industry you're in, people... Yeah. A lot of times they're like, what's in it for me? Yeah. You know, people tend to use people. And so I don't take it lightly yeah. when you connect with people genuine on a genuine level and you really nurture those relationships. So now our families are really close. Like we're family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's also what I was going to mention. It's like yeah. everybody who's been on a podcast as far, I mean, you're like the first the first family member yeah. because it's it's more to me than just, just just like business and creating because you know there was a rough patch that in my life that I went through and you and your husband took me into your home right it's like it's like that's that me and my wife and my kids we live with you guys in a in a, in a small, small a small two place bedroom. two bedroom place right <laughs> yes. so it's like it's it's definitely family it's like it yeah. goes far past what this podcast is creating but it's like this is this is where it is but look at the beauty in that though right like you get to see it, it's so important not to treat people based on where they are right 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 you you look at the heart of a person right. and you treat them as a human being Amen. and i remember when we were homeless yeah and people took us in yeah so I knew that at that time we didn't have much to offer. Yeah. And if we're being real honest, we didn't even have a refrigerator. Like we That's literally right. we cooler, right? were <laughs> rebuilding wow. <laughs> from wow. nothing. Wow. And but we made it work. Right. We made it work and it and it really is about unconditional yeah. love yeah. and family and just meeting people where they are and using what you have. And what you have people think that they have to have millions yeah. or yeah. a lot. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, whatever you have, yeah. use it. And then fast forward all of these decades yeah. later, yeah. it's like we're in completely different <laughs> places right right and in every sense of every the imagination sense, yeah. and yeah. so I'm, I'm grateful for those those Amen. um so times so, yeah. so what we just we just did just now was just told a story we, yeah. we painted a picture of where our lives was then in between and now yeah. right and i'm sure everybody, everybody watching can actually see and visualize what we've been through and then relate that to their lives yep. right so that's what you do you tell stories you create the, you create these visions for for not just for yourself but for companies mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. you're a marketing expert so yeah. tell me a little bit about i guess your idea but why why marketing why storytelling like why, why does that excite you so much well it, it's personal for me honestly um again i, I gave a little bit of history about mm -hmm you know, how old I was when yeah. I got into the arts. But the reality is, is that so storytelling has saved my life mm. numerous times. Um, my parents divorced when I was too young to remember. Mm. Um, my grandmother, my, my mom's mom, she passed away when I was just six months old. So mm. I didn't have her. My paternal grandparents died three weeks apart and I was about Jeez. seven years old. So just, you know, it was my mom yeah. and my great grandmother. And then I had another family member who kind of served this multi role yeah. of aunt and grandmother and cousin, all of these things. And we just recently lost her um, this past month. But every time that I've gone through something traumatic, mm -hmm. 
storytelling <clears throat> has been the thing to save me. So yeah. when I was 10 years old, I told you I'm originally from mm -hmm. Ohio, but we've lived back and forth between Ohio and California. When I was 10 years old, we were living in San Diego and we got a call from my great grandmother on my mom's side that my father had been shot yeah. and um, he was brutally murdered. And it was so difficult for me because yeah. I was a daddy's girl. We were thousands of miles away. My mother couldn't afford to take me home or even send me home mm -hmm. for my father's funeral. So there was this big gap of not only did I lose my father in this traumatic way and needing answers, mm -hmm. <laughs> not that any answer would have made it <clears throat> right, better, right. Um, but then not being able to kind of do my final send off. And that affected me emotionally and mentally. And I had to figure out a way to really navigate that. Right. And my mom did the very best that she could in supporting me. Um, but I think she recognized that I needed yeah. these different outlets. And so for me, it started in a very personal way. And every single time I've gone through something, I've saw how impactful yeah. and transformative storytelling was for me personally. Yeah. So fast forward to the work that I do today and have been doing for the last three decades. It's very much about understanding the power of storytelling mm -hmm. and how it can literally transform your life, your relationships, and yes, your business. Yeah. Right. Right? right. And so it's not just reserved. Storytelling isn't just reserved for traumatic experiences yeah. or, you know, the rags to riches story. When done right, mm -hmm. um, storytelling can boost your bottom line. Yeah. It can bring your workforce closer together and closer to the vision and the mission for your business. It can do so many different things for your business. And because I have that innate understanding, both as a creative storyteller, mm -hmm. but also as <clears throat> a former branding, marketing and advertising right. executive, right. I've married those worlds together to be able to support other companies and organizations to yeah. do the same. So storytelling does, does all of that but the most important thing is that it puts money in the bank. Absolutely. Right? It puts money in the bank. Absolutely. And and I, I say that the importance of storytelling in business is vital because even though I know your story, I, I, I've heard it a lot, it, it still sounds fresh to me. It's like, you know, I, I still want to know more. Yeah. I want you to keep talking. And it's like, I would hire you right now because, because I know that your story, your story drew me in to want to know more about you. Right. And mm -hmm. if you had something that 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 you could offer me, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. And because most people, most business owners, entrepreneurs don't know is like their 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 unique product is not really unique. Right. No. There are thousands of other people doing the exact same thing, same product, same offer, same. But but what's different is your story. Absolutely. Right. So talking to business owners, how do you get them to realize that how powerful their story is. And second question is that get them to realize that you can make money off your story. Well, the first thing is that, like you said, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. Right. I'm literally working on an, a new um, business initiative and a, a, a whole media campaign. Mm -hmm. And I had a meeting with a, a group of you know team members, women who are coming on to be co-founders for this initiative. And I was sharing with them this big vision for what one of the things that I wanted to do. And then just today, yesterday, 
I saw a major brand doing the same thing. <laughs> and I said, and my initial thought was, dang, I didn't move quick enough. Yeah. But that's not true. Yeah. My timing is my timing. Right. Our timing is our timing. Just because I see someone else do it mm -hmm. doesn't mean that one, what I'm going to do is going to be ineffective and not and to not have yeah. the impact that I know it can have. So like you said, the difference is the story. This brand is already known in this yeah. industry yeah. for doing things. They're just now tapping into new media mm -hmm. in a way to kind of rebrand and revamp their brand. Yeah. What I'm doing is very much a part of my own personal story. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm doing this thing and doing it in this way. Yeah. So as a, a black woman, a 50 year old black woman, there are some adversities that I face yeah. in business. And this thing that I'm doing is an answer to that. Okay. That's part of the story. Yeah. It's part of the reason why I have a team of co-founders who believe in and have bought into the vision yeah. is because of the story. I didn't yeah. go to them and say, this is great. No one's doing it and we can make a lot of money yeah. doing yeah. it. Yeah. I came at them from a relatable place, even though they're not the same age as me, even though we're of different ethnicities yeah. and we have different backgrounds and stories, there was some part of my story that they could relate to. So I tell business owners and companies yeah. the same thing. It doesn't matter what you sell. Yeah, doesn't. Customers honestly don't care about the features or benefits or the products or services that you sell. They want to yeah. know your why. Yeah. What are they going to experience as a result yeah. of what you do? Yeah. And so many, I, I mean, I'm talking high level experts thought leaders, business owners, yeah. companies. They're successful and great at what they do, but they overlook the importance of storytelling and how literally it's just like one little thing yeah. that you can do. Like if you go you go to the barbershop, right? Yeah. And you go and you get your edge ups and your haircut. Well, if you go and get an edge up and everything, but your barber doesn't do anything to your face, he just leaves all this hair that's grown in and whatnot, yeah. like what, that's half the picture. Half That's the picture. like not, yeah. yeah, you got the benefit of having a fresh cut, but yeah. the other stuff is running amok. Yeah. It's not, and that is the same thing that happens with, you know, businesses and companies is that they might have all of these other things yeah. handled and taken care of and they're making great money, Yeah, right? You still look good with yeah. an edge up or yeah. a haircut, but how much better could it be? Yeah. How much more serious are people going to take you when they see you well put together or yeah. you know clean shaven say, depending yeah. on what environment you're in and it's the same thing with storytelling yeah. and but some people get it twisted then there are those who say oh i know the importance of storytelling yeah. and then they start telling stories but there's no rhyme or reason there's no yeah. strategy they don't understand the art of story selling yeah. right they don't understand the importance of personal storytelling in your marketing and yeah. branding. And yeah. so those things get overlooked. So yeah, you can make money, but how much more could you be making yeah. if you leverage this particular thing? Yeah. I tell people you can you can make consistent money and and money that comes in easily because you know everybody is not your customer. No. Right. No. And um story our storytelling in business goes back years. It's nothing new. It's a, it's a book by Chet Holmes called The Ultimate Sales Machine. Mm -hmm. And and he talks about how you tell stories to sell, 
right? And how he trained all of his, his cold callers to call and not just, just sell, but to call and tell stories about the company. Yeah. And then that will bring, because people have to know you love you and trust you, right? It's Absolutely. not about your product. Right, no, right? not at all. Products, products mean nothing. Most, most business owners put products first, products first and people second. You gotta reverse it. Mm-hmm. People first, product second. Yeah. So, so, so being able to tell effective stories and really talk more about the result Mm-hmm. and not make it all about you, 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 you. Because I remember some years ago, I, I went to go buy a car mm-hmm. and it's a local dealership. And I walked in, it was SUV. And a sales guy was telling me all about how the SUV made his life easier, his wife loved it, his kids loved it, about all their vacations and all their fun. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. Exactly. Right? So storytelling is important but like you say it has to be strategic and tell it in the right way mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I, I believe that a lot of business owners entrepreneurs know that storytelling is is important in a sense one they have no no idea how to do it right no. so what are some of the platforms so as far as content creation what are some of the platforms that that are, are ideal for you in telling stories well before i answer that i did i just want to add on to what you were just saying two things Seth Golden says, facts tell, story sell. Amen. Okay. And that's so important to remember. And then I, K.L. Jones, always say your story might be about you, but it's not for you. I love it. So when you think from that perspective, you begin to look at how you tell stories differently. So to your point with the salesman at the dealership, he was telling a story, but he didn't take the time to allow you yeah. or create an opportunity to allow you to see yourself right. in that story. Because right. the reality is, yes, we should be telling our yeah. stories, but we need to tell them in a way where people allow them, where, I'm sorry, where people are allowed to see themselves yeah. in that story. And that's often yeah. one of the key missing pieces. So to answer your question, um, you know, the platforms or vehicles that I feel are the most important Mm -hmm. and and that I use regularly, I'm always going to say video is the number one tool um, and the most effective tool that you should be using for video or Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, for storytelling. Obviously audio. So we have, you know, the immersion of Clubhouse and that's a big thing. And podcasts are, (laughs) we're here on a podcast and it's, you know, a combination of video and audio form. Right. And that, that's a very powerful combination as well um, because you give people options. They can listen to it on the go or if they're, you know, stationary, then yeah. they can watch it. And then being able to see the movement mm-hmm. and the connection and mm-hmm. the energy just drives that, you know, those stories home more and it allows them to engage in it. So those are the two primary ones, obviously, You can use storytelling in blog posts, writing a book. You know, those are still really effective ways to connect with your audience using stories. But the two primary ones for me are definitely going to be video and audio or some form of a combination of the two. And I always like to provide data or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, insight. Instagram, for instance. Let's look at that platform. Yeah. If you want to know what's really in, what's trending, what's the most impactful, what are these social media platforms talking about? So a lot of people, including influencers, were complaining about their reach being suppressed. 
you know, the algorithm changes yeah. and you have the CEO of Instagram who is, you know, he goes live probably once a week and they're oh, constantly okay. telling folks video, 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 yeah. video, video, yeah. Yeah. right? They want you to, they want you to use and stay in yeah. and keep other people, keep your audience in the app yeah. as long as possible. Yeah. So now, you know, you've had the you know, release of Instagram stories a long mm -hmm. time ago. Then it was, you know, the stories got longer. Then it was Instagram lives yeah, and yeah, videos yeah, and yeah. IGTV and Instagram reels. And now they have this bonus program for creators. All right. Hold that thought. Are both iPhones going? Yeah. Okay, cool. Go okay. ahead. For creators that allows you know obviously i'm you know there are some yeah. key things that you probably have to meet i don't know what the yeah, you know, <laughs> what they are because even though i create instagram reels all the time i still haven't gotten yeah. the bonus feature, but they, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. but they you know they have these bonuses so then you get paid to create instagram reels so they understand yeah. the importance of video and they're trying to get their users to maximize the tools that they have yeah. on the platform to keep them on there and now they're giving them incentive because for a while and i'm a firm believer you create you know you spend all this time resources yeah. and creativity create content that that goes on someone else's platform yeah. but you don't have any ownership in that yeah. so that instagram's answer to that has been yeah you know, badges on Instagram yeah. Live where people can buy you a badge and, you know, the IG Reels bonus program now. So, yeah. So I'm going to offer some pushback. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, but I just don't like video. I don't like being in front of the camera. I mean, I have no idea what to say. It's like, like, what am I supposed to do with someone who doesn't really know how to use video and, and know how to write? I have no idea what to say. Right. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Well, I have a couple of thoughts. I look them on camera. There's nothing that you could say to me that I cannot, cannot relate to or haven't heard. Um, you know, I always use myself as an example. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty unapologetic and unashamed. I could use a million and one excuses from yeah. I need to lose weight. Yeah. You know, I have a double chin now. Um, maybe I've got some dark circles under my eye. My front tooth is a little discolored yeah. from a childhood injury. Like all of these different things yeah. that I could use as excuses as to why I'm not going to get in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that some of those things may change yeah. and some won't. So are you going to allow those things to stop you from living the life or having the business right. that you truly desire and deserve. Anything in life yeah. we're going to be challenged with. If you're married, before you got married, you might have had some preconceived notions about yeah. marriage or maybe even scared to get married. Same thing with having children, starting a new job, traveling to a country you've never been to before. There's always the opportunity yeah. where we will have something in front of us and we'll say, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Or no, I'm not ready. I don't have this. And it really comes down to a personal decision and discipline. And yeah. how how bad do you want it? I hate to say that yeah. because we hear, you know, that's all the time, yeah. we hear it all the time. But it's like, how bad do you want yeah. to change right. or have this thing? That's the first thing. So yeah. there's always going to be something yeah. that makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. But do you run the other way just because you're uncomfortable? Or do you face it head on? Because I can guarantee you this, whatever the thing is, I don't 
I I hate whatever comes after that. It's temporary and it's never as bad as we think it is. That's the first thing. The second thing is you can use video effectively in your business and never have to be on camera. That's what I was waiting for. There you go, right? It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. There are tons of, uh, you know, business owners and, and entrepreneurs who are using video, and very seldom are they on camera. Yeah. Now, I would say you don't ever have to get on, yeah, yeah. but it's not like you have to be on all the yeah. time, right? Especially if you're a product-based business. Yeah. You can hire models. Yep. Yeah. Or, you know, show your employees or, you know, there's so many different facets of your business yeah. that you can be showcasing on video if you're a consultant or you have customers or clients where yeah. you're helping to transform their lives and their businesses, mm-hmm. you can get them on mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. What better way to tell a story about who you are and what you do yeah. than yeah. to have someone that you've helped do it? Yeah. So there's literally yeah. no excuse not to use video that's a good point because uh, my next question that you answered you answer is like if i have a product you know i have this water yeah. you know, that i'm selling it's like how do i tell a story about this right how is my story time to this but you having other people who've experienced this product who've experienced you Absolutely. tell a story to tell a story and like and and that's where it is um and i guess video matters i guess it depends on your business if you're a coach consultant mm-hmm. um then you probably have to be in front of the camera you know you know talking but if you have a product uh, a widget then then you don't but either way video helps absolutely right? absolutely either way, either way and i want to answer this other one you it wasn't a rebuttal that you gave me but this comes up a lot um we have people who are therapists or mm-hmm. you know their line of work is very sensitive and yeah. so there's confidentiality issues um that they have to you know, be aware of and kind of so, but you can create a series. Like being on mm-hmm. video doesn't have to be hard. Right. You literally take your expertise. The camera is an inanimate object. Right. What do we learn about public speaking? Focus on one thing or one person in yeah. the room. If you got to focus the homeroom naked and that's what makes you comfortable, <laughs> like whatever makes you comfortable, yeah. that's the, the frame of mind that you need to get into when you're in front of the camera. Because yeah. the camera, we got cameras on right now. Yeah. We could, you know, are we staring at the cameras? Yeah. Are we being, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing the thing. Yeah. There's always going to be something yeah, that <laughs> comes up, right? And so it's really about you becoming the master of what you do. Yeah. And so if you're in an industry or a field where confidentiality yeah. is a, a thing, um, you can still tell stories yeah. and connect with your audience in a really relatable way that converts. Because it's yeah. not just about telling stories. It's yeah. about telling stories that connect right. and convert. <clears throat> that is true. And, and the camera, the cameras can be scary, right? And I've done a lot of these podcasts. Before every podcast, I'm nervous. Listen. David doesn't know that. Not now he does. Don't don't tell anyone <laughs> David. But yeah, before every podcast, I'm like, oh shit, you know, I need to reschedule. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I need to reschedule. Every yeah. podcast I want to reschedule. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Even yours money. You know, maybe I should reschedule. I don't but it's just the fact that I'm just nervous as to where it's gonna go and how I'm gonna sound, how I'm gonna look, but that's just a part of I believe that when you care so much about something, there are some nerves there. Oh my gosh. Right. And not only that, Anthony, it's, it nerves for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I auditioned for you, mm-hmm. I was nervous as heck. Yeah. When I showed up on set, I was nervous as heck. It doesn't matter 
how long I've been acting, singing, dancing. Best believe when I'm in performance mode, I am nervous as heck, sweaty palms. You know, my stomach is bubbling. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's not even nerves or, or it could be nerves, but sometimes you just get uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm going to make you laugh really quick. And, uh, you know, your viewers and listeners may or may not find it funny. We're here now. Mm-hmm. We're having a great conversation. We're under a lot of lights. But your girl is hot. <laughs> I am sweating underneath this big old wig. <laughs> right. And I'm going through menopause. Right. <laughs> If I look a little shiny on right, camera, you know, right. the lights are reflecting. Yeah, my, yeah. But am I going to say, oh, my gosh, we got to stop or I can't do this yeah, anymore? Yeah, no. Yeah. It, the message matters. The conversation matters. And right. so some and I share that, you know, to, not to make light of it. But, you know, I'm a human. We're, yeah. we're human beings and we deal with real yeah. human things. And you still have to navigate through those. It's not always comfortable for me yeah. to be on camera. Yeah. I know I have a, a program that I'm a part of. I'm a featured expert in the program and I need to record some video modules and I keep putting it off. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I know what I want to say, yeah. but then when I get in front of the camera, am I going to be tripping up? Yep. And, and it doesn't matter how long I've been doing this. Yeah. That's always a thing for me. Yeah. But the difference between you and I and those others who have those same experiences is we do what? I do it anyway. It. Do yeah. it, yeah. We do it. So you just do you it. Definitely have to do it. Yeah. And it's it's going to be tough and painful and, <laughs> and uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, <laughs> and you're going to find every excuse not to do it. Yeah. But you know, I tell people all the time is like the cure for fear is to do it anyway, yeah. right? Because you have to. Because I used to get caught up in worrying about how I sound, how I how I look, but then mentor told me it's like hey Anthony your message isn't about you because right? everything that you're saying you say, it's, it's how I look it's how it's how I sound it's mm-hmm. how it's like it's not about you if you make it about you then that will limit your success absolutely look at Les Brown one of the greatest orators of our time who happens to be an Ohio oh. fella as well a fellow Buckeye O H I O, and you know he's had a long storied career mm. in radio and one of the highest paid public yeah. speakers. But, you know, he was told, like we were told about my son when he was little, that he was going to be non educable yeah. and he had these disabilities and, you know, uh, or perceived disabilities yeah. and he dealt with stuttering and whatnot. And look at the man today. Yeah. What if he didn't just continue to press? Yeah. We wouldn't have the gift and the work and the stories of Les Brown, who has, uh, you know, unarguably changed yeah. a lot of people's lives and careers. And so if that doesn't, you know, yeah. just drive home the it, again, like your yeah. mentor said and what I say, your story might be about you, but it's not for yeah. you. So when you don't show up, when you don't. share your message share your stories and when you don't stand in who you are you allow other people's dreams to die on the vine and when i think about that and the people that i'm assigned to help that's a really heavy burden to carry to think like man if i don't show up today if i don't do the things that i know i'm supposed Mm -hmm. to do that could have a negative impact on someone else and they may not even like because we're all tied and connected yeah, to each other yeah. in some way. And so if we don't do the work, 
I don't want to handle the responsibility yeah. of getting to the pearly gates. And I'm like, oh, I can't get in. Yeah. I, but I did everything yeah. right. Yeah. I was this. I was that. Yeah. I so and so and such and such. Yeah. But you didn't do this. Yeah. So no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. It, and for me, it's never about reaching a hundred million people, right? No. There's just there's just that one person that that you can touch because this morning, as as entrepreneurs, we as people, as humans, we face a lot of adversity, face a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things that are unexpected, right? Mm -hmm. And this morning I came in and, and uh, David says, hey, what's up, how you doing? I'm tired, I'm frustrated, and I'm a little bit upset, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that was how I was feeling at that, at that time. But it, it's important for us to be able to know that we, we, can, we can be there, we can talk about how we feel, and we can be honest, but know that we can change that at any time, mm -hmm. right? We can we can go into and change our state at any time. Mm -hmm. it, it it takes some work, yeah. um, but it's something that we can do. I mean, you don't have to walk around all, all day being upset, pissed no. off, hurt, no, whatever. No. You don't, right? At that point, it comes with choice. You're yeah. choosing to stay there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So with everything that you've experienced in, in your time as a human, you know, as a woman, as an entrepreneur, how do you overcome adversity in your day to day? It's a daily choice. Yeah. Honestly, um, ironically, we are on the today's the 12th. So this week makes a year uh, that I found out that I had to start chemotherapy mm -hmm. again. Um, I live with an autoimmune disease called lupus. And I was heading to Hawaii mm. uh, to celebrate my cousin's 50th birthday. And there's five of us cousins who were all turning 50 the same year. So this was going to be like the kickoff birthday trip. We just made sure yours, I get an invite. Oh, I did a girl's trip to to uh, yeah. Scottsdale. For the 51st, we'll definitely <laughs> do something. I just kept it, you know, um, low key and had a, a girl's trip and it was amazing. But um, so I was already a little apprehensive mm -hmm. about traveling because this was going to be my first time yeah. traveling, you know, since the beginning of the pandemic. And then I had a doctor's appointment the day before we were scheduled to leave. And I was going in, like it was a regular appointment. Yeah. So, and I had for the most part felt as good as I could be yeah. considering all things. Um, and my doctor's like, no, we've got to start chemo. And I was like, what, what do you mean? So I had a choice in that moment. Did I cry? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. You know, I think the first thing is that you have to honor what you feel. Yeah. I hate when people say, oh, just, you know, especially if you're a believer, just pray and ask God. To, no, I am made of flesh. Yeah. And that is what is going to rise to yep. the top first and yep. foremost, always. Yep. For me. Now, I don't know about other sanctified folks, but for me. It's, everybody else. Okay. Yeah, yeah, everybody, but everybody. for me, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it's, it's a very real thing. So I honored what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. There was disappointment. Mm -hmm. Um there were a lot of different things and you know emotions and feelings that i had but then it was like okay what can you do to change it right there's no cure yeah. for lupus yeah. but what can you do to change the quality of your life yeah. and you having to start chemo is not going away not immediately right. anyway 
Um, and then that was the other thing. When I found out that I had to have chemo, it was like, you're going to have to start this treatment. You have to do it every two weeks and you're going to have to do it indefinitely. Wow. It's like, what? <laughs> so it wasn't just the blow of, yeah, you got to yeah. start chemo. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was another two punch, yeah. you know, and it was like a two piece that hit the uppercut. And yeah. it was like, then you had to do it every two weeks. And so now I've got to adjust my whole, right, whole life. Right. And then it was, you're going to have to do it indefinitely. And that was supposed to be the TKO. Yeah. But well, again, how, how much, I, I had just to. just a KO. Take the T out. That's a, that's like a knockout. A, a, a yeah. Straight up. Knockout. But it, was, it felt like a total knockout because yeah, yeah. you're oh, like total, indefin okay. indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just, I dealt with it. I, you know, reached out to my inner girlfriend circle. I, mm. I sat in that parking lot. I cried. I called my husband. Mm. I called my mama. And then I called my girlfriends. I sent them a message actually. And I said, this is what's going on. And they said, sis, we got you. Yeah. And community is important. Community is family, your friendships, you know, your associates, mm -hmm. sometimes your colleagues. And what transpired after that was so beautiful and so overwhelming that I had a bunch of people that I had met on Clubhouse mm -hmm. the year before and we had never met in person and they all rallied around me and helped to raise money. Mm -hmm to help cover the astronomical cost. Wow. Even though we have great insurance, yeah. the cost to start just my first treatment was crazy. Yeah. And literally in like a 30 minute period, they did that. Wow. And 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 it wasn't because I asked, because yeah. I actually was really adamant. One of them asked, yeah. well, can we do some type of like crowdfunding? I said, no. Yeah. And she said, why not? I said, because I know God has me covered. Yeah. I'm good. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. But she went ahead and she did something anyway. And, um, and she made it known. She said, Elle would never ask for this, but because of who she is yeah. and how she has handled this whole situation, yeah. it inspired us yeah. to take some form of action. And sometimes that's what it is. Yeah. It's how we respond to situations will have an impact on other people. Yeah. And so daily, again, I have to make a choice because adversities are going to happen. Yeah. Setbacks are going to happen. Yeah. You're going to be angry. You're going to be frustrated. You might even be sad. You're going to have breakdowns. You're going to have breakdowns. Yeah. But what do you do yeah. to navigate those things? How do you do it? And it's not a full swoop answer. Each person is different. Some people might go for a run. Yeah. Some people might meditate. Some people might break some glass. Like, yeah. you know, don't go and destruct and tear up somebody else's stuff or hurt somebody yeah. in the process, but find ways. Our mental health is super important. Yeah. Um, and we have to be more vocal and have more conversations about how to navigate yeah. um, our, our emotional and mental well-being, yeah. especially as creatives. So. Yeah. There's there's something that you always say, but and um, I'm going to use it in a, um, a different setting. Mm -hmm. You always say, um, um, I have lupus. Lupus doesn't have me, Correct. right? And mm -hmm. I, I would say, you know, um, I have breakdowns, but breakdowns doesn't, don't have me, that's right? right? And mm -hmm. but that's up to you to decide mm -hmm. whether you have it or it has you. Because if it has you, then that's that's that, that's dangerous, yeah. right? And I believe it's it's okay to be sad, be angry, mm -hmm. be upset, be hurt. That's that's okay. Yeah. It's. Um, Jordan Spencer talks about your retractory period, right? Mm -hmm. How long are you going to stay in that mess, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So 
what I've done is that I've set timers, right? Mm-hmm. So for five minutes, I can cuss, I can scream, I can be upset, I can throw every F-bomb. But after that five minutes is, is done, I'm done. It's yeah. over. Now move forward. Um, and one thing that you mentioned was, was community, right? Mm-hmm. How important community is. And whether it's <clears throat> on a personal friendship stage or on a business stage, right? Mm-hmm. Either way, having having people in your corner that that love you and support you, that want to see you win, I believe is vital, right? Absolutely, it, it can take yeah. your business, you know, from four or five figures to six, seven, eight, nine, nine figures, mm-hmm. right? Um, and also, as a person, it it can excel you. Yeah. Now, I used to be afraid to not afraid cautious about spending my hard-earned money for someone to teach me something mm-hmm. right i can go on youtube mm-hmm. but, you know i can i can you know i can i can ask a friend but i, I find myself struggling and not not being able to, to get to the point where where i need to be i mean yeah. these years are struggling i'm like why and um a buddy of mine ca- calls that calls that freepo people people mm-hmm. always look for something for free mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, and I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And, but when I got to a point where, where, I, where I knew I had to, because I remember I spent my first hundred bucks just on a little online course just mm-hmm. to, to teach me online marketing. Yeah. It worked. hundred bucks. It worked. Wow. YouTube didn't work. I mean, I got the concept, the ideas, and lingo. YouTube didn't work. Right. And then, you know what? I made some my money. You know what? Let me spend 500 bucks. Dang, that worked. Mm-hmm. My... My, my whole career, I can say I spent well over six figures just in education. Yeah. But I've made three, four, five, six, seven times that because of what I spent. Um, and I say that because it, to, to, to ask you, what's the importance of having a mentor in your life? I got, that's a loaded question. <laughs> and I just got like, think of a Uzi or, you know, right, just something right, that right. just fires off. So I want to go back to something that you just said really quick to kind of set the tone for this response. And that was um, how you give yourself this, you know, whether you're ang- all of these yeah. emotions and feelings, they're natural. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that's a part of who we are. But you give yourself this period of time. Yeah. to be in that and then you got to move on yeah. so the first thing is that there's a question that goes with that though however long you know some people don't set a timer they just sit in it yeah what are you missing out on Damn. because you're stuck sitting in right. this thing right it's the same thing with the diyers or the folks who just don't want to you know find the right support because there are a ton of people out there that are positioned as experts thought leaders coaches consultants or whatever but finding the right one is key you can youtube university yourself until whatever (laughs) you know you'll get somewhere Um, and and you you'll get somewhere it's oftentimes is a slow and steady pace right i'm a research nut by nature so i love to just even if i'm not going to be the one doing the thing I love to have a little bit of a working knowledge of yeah. some things because I'm I'm an inventor, innovative person and then but I'm also like very much a part of community. Yeah. So I don't feel like any role is above me, yeah. right? Or any task is above me. Um but I think about or or I want your your listeners and your your viewers to think about what are you missing out on? when you decide to take the route of, nope, I'm not going to hire this person. 
I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. And then the, the word mentor has become kind of interchangeable for some people okay. because people think, oh, mentor means free. Well, can you mentor me? Wow. Right. Right. But the reality yeah, is, good. you know, because yeah. you, you, if you get stuck yeah. in the coach, consultant, yeah. advisor, strategist, mentor, right? The free people are going to say the free people, people, people are going to take the approach of, oh, you know, this person is a mentor to me because in their minds they don't have yeah. to invest monetarily yeah. in that. Everything costs. Yeah, everything costs. And, you know, like you said, you've spent well over multiple six yeah, figures yeah. in your training and <clears throat> education, as have I. Yeah. You know, I have a, a graduate and undergraduate yeah. level education degree and tons, th over three decades worth of experience yeah. doing yeah. what I do. Um, there are times that I'm going to give away. Yeah. I'm going to sow into another person because I have the freedom to do that. Yeah. And there's something about them or their story or the connection that we have that in me says, just do this, yeah. be a blessing, sow the seed. Yeah. Then there are other times when it's like, I'm that, I'm worth this. And I mean, we could have a whole other conversation, you know, as an aside about, knowing what to charge yeah. and we hear the term charging your worth and yeah. especially for women yeah. it's a struggle yeah. right you know um but when you hire mentors advisors consultants strategists whatever it is one of the things is that you're hiring them or you should be hiring them because they have a level of expertise that yeah. you don't two they're going to help to minimize shorten the time mm -hmm that it takes for you to get from where you are yeah. to where you <clears throat> desire to be. Yeah. And that is very valuable because they've already gone through a lot of what you have or are going through. Mm -hmm. And so they know the shortcuts or not even necessarily shortcuts, but they know what you should be focusing on. And then if they're you know, worth their weight in gold, yeah. Yeah. then they have a process or a framework mm -hmm. that they can um, really make sure that it's, you know, cr you know, form it in a way that is um, unique to you. You just proved to me that you are high level. When you, when you say process and framework, that's six, seven figure lingo right there, right? That that people don't know about, right? Yeah. So that's just like, okay, that's that's high level. That's, but go ahead, that's what I say, <laughs> that's what I say that. Yeah. But it is, yeah. you know, I have my own framework, yeah. Yeah. the Elevate Method, yeah. and it yeah. literally takes people. But with that, I don't believe in a cookie cutter approach, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. can have a framework, but yeah. then you make sure that you're able to, um, you know, with the people that you're working with, you take them through this framework in a way that's unique to you yeah. or to them. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it it's I'm going to always. Yeah invest in my personal and professional yeah. development yeah. Um, because I'm not the end-all be-all. Yeah. And yeah. even at this stage and age of my life, I know that there's still, I'm, I, I always say it's great to be a leader, yeah. but what's better is to be a leader who knows when to be a student. Yeah. And I will always be a always student. Be a student. Yeah. Always be a student. Yeah. There's something that, that comes with that. And, yeah. um, Oh, I have a party next door. Um, so what com what comes with that is so 
people are watching this and they say, oh, you know, charge my worth. Okay, you know, so just say, you know, my worth is, is, is 10K, right? Mm -hmm. So 10K a month for whatever. And, but there's a strategy to that, right? So mm -hmm. if if I walked into the middle of the mall right now and someone tells me, hey guys, my name is Anthony, I charge 10K a month to take your business to six figures. How many people you think would raise their hand? None, because that's None. not your audience. Right, <laughs> and then they don't, they don't know my story, mm -hmm. right? So that's that's where the storytelling comes in because now people know you, yeah. they love you mm -hmm. and trust you and know your story and, and know how genuine you are. Okay, okay, now, okay, I can I can see paying 10K a month. Yeah. But for people watching this, that's what it's about. It's like you have to have a story, a story brand as you call it, mm -hmm. where, where people can actually be a part of your life, right? Be a part of what you have to offer. And now you can stop selling because I say, you know what, if you want to sell more, stop selling, right? People are always selling, selling, selling. Here's my product. Here's my widget. Here's my program. And don't get any sales. Mm -hmm. People people have to really know who you are and buy into your story. Absolutely. Right? Buy into your story. So I just, I just wanted to just No, you're that. right. Um, if you look on my Instagram is where I live, yeah. right? I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be. But if you just look at I don't know, the last nine posts mm -hmm. um, on my Instagram feed, you might find one, maybe two posts where I'm selling, right? The truth of the matter is I don't like to sell. Yeah. You know, my husband, he, he's a real estate expert. He's yeah. a realtor and an investor. And he always tells me, you know, when we're having conversations about me being in the business yeah, with yeah, him, yeah. Um, and he says, you're a natural seller and I'm right. like I hate selling it makes me uncomfortable right. I don't like it um but that's because I had this pre you know this this experience with selling yeah. coming up yeah. through yeah. my career that wasn't a good one it didn't feel good to me so yeah. then I you know when you have all the experts to say you got to sell if you're not selling your offers how are you supposed to know how are people supposed to know yeah. that they can hire you or yeah. work with you yeah. and i just take a different approach and you pointed it out it's the storytelling piece i just recently closed a, pro a new production client yeah. and we had never met before mm -hmm. <clears throat> she up to that point wasn't following me on social media yeah. Yeah. but she saw my feature in essence yeah she saw um, a clip of my feature on the Tamron Hall show. She's in a community okay. that I'm in that I didn't even know she was in at yeah. the time. So she's seen my work yeah. um, and she's heard my story. Yeah. And she connected with a colleague of mine who said, this is the person that you need to work with. So we go back to right. community right. and relationships. So I would say 90% of my business is referral based. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah, which is real good. And um, I definitely believe that people should be selling, but mm -hmm. not selling all, but not time. every single post. Is, every is, single is, post. Is, is, so my thing is like, you, you give five free pieces of value first, free, mm -hmm. free, 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 free value. And then on that sixth one, you can make an offer. Right? Absolutely. Because if, if people are tuning in to, to your brand, then they're wanting to, they're going to want to know more, yeah. right? Yeah. So I just don't think that every single post should be a sales post. You know, free right. free value first, give value, 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 and then and then sell. Um, so pe people, companies hire you to to change the structure and nature of their business, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I've seen you on some pretty big stages, um, 
in, in your career. Um, so how does it look when someone comes to you and say, hey, I want to hire you for this project, like your, your, your current client? Like what, are you, what are you doing for them? Um, so with this client, uh, as I said, she's a production client. So mm -hmm. I'm literally taking her through the entire production process from pre-production, production, post-production, mm -hmm. post and distribution and marketing for her new talk show. Okay. So I have my own streaming television platform um, through a distribution partnership with KP Media TV, and we're distributed globally on Roku, uh, uh, Fire TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple nice. TV, okay. Chromecast, and wow. we have audio distribution through iTunes and Google Play. Okay. And so we have our own, you know, media empire yeah, yeah. that we're growing that we launched in the pandemic um, on the heels of me launching my hybrid live yeah. TV docu series, and I am able to leverage my storytelling background, messaging, branding, marketing, advertising, mm -hmm. and film and television background to help everyday entrepreneurs, business owners and companies mm -hmm. to have their own branded, owned right. media. Owned media, right. <laughs> I don't wanna go to, cause I don't know what direction you were gonna yeah. go, but owned media is really important. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and yeah. so we can, you know, have that conversation if you like, but this is what we're gonna do. And what, what she walks away with yeah. is her own branded media platform, show where she gets to feature yeah. other experts and thought leaders and community leaders yeah. from her community. I think she's based in like Detroit or, you know, somewhere in that area. And um, it positions her yeah. <clears throat> instantly. Yeah. It, it gives her, it elevates her credibility and her authority, but also her visibility and profitability. Okay. And she's able to offer her audience and her industry something that a lot of people in her industry yeah. don't have. Yeah. It's always super inspiring talking to you. It's always <laughs> motivating. It's like, ah, I feel great now, right? I, 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 I feel great now. Thank um, you. So someone's watching right now, that, that yeah. one person has no idea where to start, right? No idea where to start, what to do, who to talk to, who to call. Just like, what's the first step in telling my story? So instead of giving them one step, let's give them three action steps, like three things that they can do right now just to get started in creating their, their story to be a bigger, better brand. Okay. Three steps, get clear on who you are and what you wanna be known mm -hmm. for. Second step, make a decision mm -hmm. today that I know that I can't do this by myself and right. I need support. Third, make the call. Yeah. Whether it's a DM, a call, an email, find that person and connect with them. I, all of my stuff is out there. You know, people, they yeah. book calls. Um, and, and be willing, I will add a bonus, be willing to make an investment. Yeah. It's not an investment in what I do. Yeah. It's an investment in yourself and how I can help you. Yeah. yeah. Let me do that again because I think I hit the mic. It's not an investment in what I do. It's an investment in yourself and how I can help you yeah. to get to where you want to go. Yeah. Awesome. And, and um, People say in podcasts, well, you know, if you don't choose me, go out there and choose somebody else. Right? Absolutely. No, choose L. Well, okay. no, here's the thing, <laughs> no. because I'm not for everybody. Right, right, right. And honestly, right. if we're being real yeah. honest, which you know I'm going to always be, I don't want to work with everybody. Everybody right. is not okay, my right. ideal dream yeah. client, and yeah. that's okay. The beauty is, is that we have options. 
The beauty is, is that what's for me is yeah. not going to pass yeah. me by. Yeah. And every single person that I'm meant to touch on this earth, as long as I continue yeah. to show up and make myself available, they're right. going to find me. Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> so, should have a dream client. Right? It's, it's, like, it's like, like, who is your ideal client? Who is your customer? Yeah, because right? you can't go on the mall, like you said, and just say, hey, yeah. my name is so-and-so and this is what I do. Who, for, who's for ready grand, to work? Are you ready? No. Right. You will drive yourself nuts and out of business really quickly because Very you'll cool. not... We've had those horror stories where we've had clients who literally just suck the life out of you. Oh, yeah. You know, whether it's been... If you you know had corporate experiences, yeah, you might have had a boss yeah. or a client. You know, there's there's people who will suck you dry, but that's you know we oftentimes put ourselves in those positions yeah. because we're you know, out of desperation right. to make money or to be seen or known yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But when you have yeah. a clear vision and picture, it, I even have a framework for the people yeah. that I want to work with, yeah. the people that I want to work with as my clients, the people that I want to work with as a student yeah. or having <laughs> someone as my mentor. Yeah. So I'm really clear on what I want and where I'm going yeah. and who I need to help me get there. Yeah. I used to think desperation was bad, you know, uh, and, and I'm like, you no, know, desperation should should push you, not control you. Absolutely. Right? And that's where I am now because I mean, desperation can get you to a point where, okay, now I'm focused, I'm, I'm desperate to make this happen and it can change everything for you. But if mm -hmm. it controls you, then that's different, right? And more often than not, what are people experiencing when it comes to desperation? Control. Absolutely. Yeah, that was a random, I thought it was random, I had to say it. <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> um, but anything else for us in closing? Any more wisdom, any more nuggets, jewels? Oh my gosh. Well, first I will say stay locked in because on my network, K-E-J-N, which is the K.L. Jones Network, we have a lot of amazing things coming. I have yeah. a new um, head of development and original programming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we are working on some incredible content um, because for me, it's not just, I, I don't, I'm here to disrupt. Yeah. I've always been a disruptor. Yeah. So we have a lot of people talking about um, the importance of video and, mm -hmm. and using it for your brand or business. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it to the next level. It's not just about creating video for YouTube or Instagram yeah. or Facebook. What do you own? Ownership and, and I, ownership of your IP, IP yeah. is super important. So when we're talking about legacy, mm -hmm. This is how you build a legacy. You need to leverage those platforms because yeah. they're important, yeah. Yeah. right? And they'll help. But what do you own? I always tell people, you know, yes, I was featured in Essence Magazine. Yes, I was featured on Tamron Hall. Yes, I've been on CBS yeah. and, you know, all these publications. And it's great. It has done wonders for my career. Yes, I've been on other people's yeah. big stages. I don't own any of those. What do I own beyond my website? Yeah. <clears throat> that's true that could get hacked yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying so it, it's about creating ownership and when we're talking about um leveraging video and the power of storytelling it's not just about the traditional vsls video yeah. sales letters yeah. for those yeah. who don't know or you know like a you, ten, a, a, you know a you know a, <laughs> a how-to video or something like that it's about creating these really um engaging high level pieces of content yeah. whether that's mini docu series or yeah. a documentary or talk shows or podcasts what type of owned media yeah. can we create leveraging your 
um, personality, mm -hmm. your story, your positioning, your expertise. And then we create this whole collective. So I have a program called Lights, Camera, Broadcast, Your Brilliance. Those are VIP days, high-level yeah. VIP days. And there's two versions of that. One, you come with my team for mm -hmm. you know over the course of two days, and we work together. And you walk away with these incredible, dynamic, disruptive pieces of video content that you can use in your business. I want to be on that team. And then, okay, well, come on. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> so, absolutely, yeah, we need yeah. to have a conversation like today. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other part of that, you know, is and, and you can go off and put yeah. it on whatever platforms yeah. you want to. Well, then the the next step up from that is to apply to be a content creator on my network. Oh, awesome. And then you get that distribution, Great. that global distribution piece with ongoing support. Yeah. So we have a, an incredible um, community yeah, of awesome. content creators, including, I can say it here now because it's public knowledge, including the Les Brown, who oh, is wow. on our platform now. So the, uh, Les Brown. the Les Brown. So I'm really, yeah. really, really excited about that. Um, but yeah, it just goes to That's show awesome. that even someone of his stature and yeah. experience level yeah. sees the value. And he's still going. And, and he's still going. He sees the value and importance of new media and yeah. how to leverage digital media, television, yeah. and film in new and disruptive ways. Wow. So. You mentioned uh, about owning, and owning is so, is so important, yeah. right? You know who uh, who David Sands is, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so one thing that, that, he, that he said is he said that um, <clears throat> if you rely on social media for your audience, then you have no audience, have right? No audience. So if, if all that crap shut down, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, all shut down. Like, what do you have? If that dictates your audience income, then you're doomed, right? Mm -hmm. It could happen, but you just want to be in a spot where it does not happen. We've seen it time and time yeah. again. I don't know how many brands you might be subscribed to their text mar marketing yeah. list. Okay. There's one brand in particular um, that I'm subscribed to. I absolutely love their products geared towards women. And recently, and they have like over, I don't know, 500,000 followers on Instagram. Their entire account got shut down. Now, thankfully, Crazy. they have a, a text messaging list and an yeah, email list. Exactly. So they were still able to exactly. communicate with their audience. Right. But how much more impactful would it have been if they had their own channel? Right. Right. To Where their audience knows where to come. Yeah get updated, find yeah. out what's going on. They could very well have a QVC or HSN yeah. style type yeah. of show. Yeah. So the yeah. opportunities are limitless, yeah. you know, for it doesn't matter yeah. what type of brand you have, business you have, what you sell or offer, there is a space yeah. in media for whatever you do, build what? build your own list that Absolutely. you own. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So in closing, how do we find your brilliance? Where are you? <laughs> Well, first and foremost, you can find me on my website, www.elevatenow.com. And that's with two L's in my name. Um, I, as I said, I live on Instagram and you, I can, you can find me at K underscore L, which is spelled E-L-L-E -L -L -E Jones. So K underscore L Jones. I have my business page as well, but I'm being more intentional about focusing on my own personal yeah. brand because that's one of the things yeah. When you do that work for other people so much, you kind of, your stuff kind of yeah. starts to go to yeah. the background. Yeah. So just being more intentional about that. And that's, you know, that's where I hang out. And then of course, 
on Facebook, but okay. it might take me a couple of weeks to get back to you <laughs> on there. <laughs> well, I just want to say that, you know, um, my family, we, we love you, Demetrius and, and DJ so much. We love and it's like, thank too. you guys for everything that you've done. I mean, just being here, wow. thank you. It's been an amazing experience and it's just been a total blessing. So thank you very much. I am honored. Um, I don't take it lightly. I think yeah. people get comfortable and yeah. too familiar. I see and recognize, we we both do, you know, mm-hmm. my, my husband and I see the brilliance and mm-hmm. the power and just the great level of wisdom. You have so much to offer this yeah. world and you continue to show up. It doesn't matter what's going on in the background. Right, right. You continue to show up and that's um, not only admirable, it's something that we're eager to be a part of. Yeah. So anytime yeah. there's an opportunity, you know, I'm going to always say yes. So as much as... Um, Just say yes, not everything. Right. Yeah. Don't say, don't say, <laughs> say, say yes to everything. Nah. That's on camera ready. That's what you say. <laughs> you might say come to the, you know, the the uh, the cookout where we roast the pig in the ground. I'm going to be like, no, because nah, nah, I'm vegan. Nah, like, no. Nah, <laughs> so I'm not going to say yes to everything. If you say, come on, let's go rob a bank. I'm not going to say yes to that either. So, you know, it, it comes with some limits, but it is <laughs> unconditional love. But no. Um, I'm really honored, yeah. you know, it, it is a blessing and, and I don't, I don't take it lightly or for granted. So thank you for extending the opportunity to not no just worries. chat with you, yeah. but you know, to be here with your team and, yeah. and to speak to your audience. And I hope that they got something really valuable. Out it of did. It for sure. I, I learned a lot myself. I mean, cool. I mean, even as a creator talking to the creators, I mean, like, wow, I mean, I know that. So it's, just, it's, it's definitely, I've, I've learned so much, but we'll continue, but thank yeah. you again. And then we- All right, guys, how was that? Now, what did you learn from the podcast? Do you now know how to tell an effective story? Do you now know how to bring people into your business? Do you now know that it's more important to focus on people and not product, right? So if you want to learn more about telling stories, running your business, please, please, please reach out out to L and just get into our program. Because I promise you is that if you take the time to invest in yourself, and in your business, you will go to the next level. Everybody wants to hit the six-figure mark, seven-figure mark, eight-figure mark, and you can do it if you focus on telling the story and make sure people know you, like you, and trust you. We'll see you soon. Bye. And remember, your story might be about you, but it's not for you. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>